0: Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Monday, september sixteenth, twenty nineteen. Today we're going to be reading from 1 Corinthians ten verses eleven through twenty one. These things happened to them as examples and were written down as warnings for us on whom the culmination of the ages have come. So if you think you're standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. No temptation has overtaken you which is common, except which is common to mankind, and God is faithful. He will not be let you tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out, so that you can endure it. Therefore, my dear friends, flee from idolatry. I speak to sensible people. Judge for yourself what I say. Is not the cup of thanksgiving for which we give thanks participation in the blood of Christ? And is not the bread that we break a participation in the blood of Christ? Because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body, for we all share the one loaf. Consider the people of Israel. Do not those who eat sacrifices participate in the altar? Do I mean that food sacrificed to an idol is anything, or that an idol is anything? No. But the sacrifices of pagan are offered to demons, not to God. And I do not want you to be the participants with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons too. You cannot have part in both the Lord's table and the table of demons. Are we trying to arouse the Lord's jealousy? Are we stronger than he? So this passage starts out with these things happen. And so... When you're reading a text in Scripture, um, you might want to figure out what these things are. And the things that are being talked about in 1 Corinthians 10 are that the people in the wilderness, they grumbled, they complained, they were tem- tested and tempted, and they failed. Um, and so they were not um, allowed to uh, enter into the Promised Land. So they died in the wilderness. Um, So here this week, we'll be talking about temptation. And so this is a a passage about um, being careful when you think you're standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. And there's a passage in here that I think is the source of the old saying, um, God won't give you more than you can handle. But this passage is actually referring to temptation, and it says that... um, God is faithful. God won't let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But God doesn't bring temptation. And so the idea is that God will help you in the time of temptation. It's not God who is tempting you. Um, But it says God will also provide a way out. Um, So the old saying, God won't give you more than you can handle, is uh, one that I disagree with because God often puts people in situations that are bigger than what they can handle. But if we're talking about tempting, Scripture does say that God will give us a way out. Um, And so here in this passage, uh, Paul is talking to the church in Corinth. Uh, Corinth has often been talked about like a modern-day Las Vegas, a sin city, if you will. And so there is lots of temptation around And the people are being encouraged to flee from idolatry. That's putting anything in the place of God. Um, And it's talking about um, being careful what you participate in. And so there's this big argument about whether or not uh, the people of God should eat food sacrificed to idols. Um, And in one sense, Paul says, well, an idol is nothing. Uh, So if you're eating food sacrificed to an idol, it's really sacrificed to nothing because idols aren't real. These gods aren't real. Um, There's only one true God. But um, there's also the idea that when you eat uh, food sacrificed here, it says by the pagans often to demons and not to God. In other words, offered to uh, ways that might be considered evil, um, that, that we need to be careful that we don't participate with what God wants and then things that go against what God wants. And that's that's really what he's getting at here that when we receive communion, when we receive Eucharist, we believe um, that we are participating in Christ. And so there's there's a a warning here about what should we participate in? Um, making sure that the things that we participate in are not anti-Christ if you will. And that's still something that, to this day uh, we don't deal with food sacrifice to idols as much, but there, there are all kinds of judgment calls that we make on when is something, when are we doing something out of a sense of um, being able to reach out to people who aren't Christian and love people in the world and live in the world that we live in, and when have we uh, moved into an area where we're participating in something that is actually harmful to our faith. And that's what Paul is wrestling with here in uh, this food sacrifice to idols. And so uh, in another passage, Paul will kind of say, you know, if you buy stuff in the marketplace and you don't know where it comes from, then, then don't worry about it. The idol is nothing. But in order to make other people not stumble over what you eat, just be careful where you eat. If you eat food that you know is sacrificed to an idol, that would cause issue. And so... Um, this is kind of the the situation that paul 's dealing with here. um I think for us when we think about temptation, I think now um in our culture, there are many people who think, well, um, pretty much um, if if it doesn 't hurt anybody, I should be able to participate in it um, But I do think there are times when when we 're called not to participate in certain things, and that in not participating. Uh, maybe we send a positive message. Uh, maybe we send a message um, that that we will choose to follow God, even if it's not culturally um, the way that the world is going. And, and those are difficult things to do because uh, often people will think that maybe we're being holier than everyone else. And so the way that we go about these things is very important. Um, it's important that we do so hu- with humility and love, um, but also there's a, uh, a t- there are times when we are just tempted, and when we know the the thing we should not do, and we we are tempted to do it anyway, and this passage reminds us that when we find ourselves in those places that God will always make a way of escape for us, and so the best thing we can do in any kind of temptation is to cry out to God and to allow God. Um, to begin to work in our lives in that situation. And uh, the scripture promises us there will be a way of escape made for us, um, that God will come to our aid when we seek God, even in the midst of temptation. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation.